I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and grow, throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Thank you, Sue. We are beginning a little series called Abide in Me. And think we're going to be thinking around what does it mean to abide in Christ? What does it mean to be in union with him? And we're going to look at three aspects of that, all from John chapter 15. We're going to be thinking about intimacy this morning. We're going to be thinking about some of the rhythms and uh, habits and patterns that we have in our lives to help us to do that. And we're going to be thinking about the fruitfulness that God is looking for in our lives. Uh, this passage, of course, is a very famous passage. It's one of the seven I am statements from John's gospel. Jesus revealing that he is the true vine. He is the true Israel and that we need to be connected to him. We need to live in constant union with him, that our life source comes from him and we can only continue uh, to uh, express and do anything for God if we continue to draw from that life source from Jesus. We're to come and we're to remain in constant companionship and constant communion with him. We are those that are called to be at one with him. Uh, the, the picture he uses here is a vine and of course the vine and the branches, they are one. He is the vine. We are the branches. And as we stay connected to him, God is looking to bring fruitfulness through our lives. This little passage we're talking about, it's about abiding. It's about God, the gardener or God, the vine dresser, pruning our lives. And it is about the importance and the power of prayer. You see, you and I were created by the Lord to be fruitful in his service. You and I were created to stay close to him, to come into intimate fellowship with him through the blood of Jesus. That's a marvelous, amazing thing, isn't it? God created you to be intimate with him. He 
who is God Almighty, he who flung stars into space, he who created the universe, he who is magnificent, awesome, amazing, he is uh, desiring uh, real depth of intimacy with each and every one of us. Our lives are precious to him. We are the apple of his eye. He longs for us to spend time in his presence. Uh, he is the perfect father. And it's just amazing that he wants us to be with him. Because everything in the Christian life, everything flows out of relationship. It flows from relationship. We can easily get into the mindset and the attitudes and the actions of trying to do things uh, to please him, to trying to do things to improve that relationship. But everything flows out of that love relationship. It is from, not for, that we need to base our lives on. From the grace, from the love, from the intimacy with Father. And of course, Jesus modeled that so powerfully for us because it's from that root that the sap flows and the life comes and gives strength to the rest of the vine. And uh, we need to learn that, that message and uh, that important lesson from nature. Stay close to the source, stay close to the root of the true vine. So you and I need to be in the habit of staying close to Jesus, finding different ways, finding rhythms and patterns and routines in our life that keep us close to Jesus, that keep our focus upon him, that keep our thoughts and our lives centering on him. I've mentioned many times to you, I have a little alarm goes off on my little Fitbit watch five different times a day. Uh, maybe I should do it even more because if your mind's anything like mine, it dis gets distracted and it wanders off in all sorts of different ways. But those five different times a day, those are points in the day where I refocus on the Lord, recenter my life. I just pause and I think about him. And uh, I encourage you to build some of those simple little disciplines in your lives as well. Intimacy is as much about delight as it is about discipline and the disciplines help us to get to that place of delighting in the Lord. The other thing that's important here as well, we can read this passage as if Jesus is speaking just to uh, you or just to I, but let's not forget he is speaking to a community of disciples here. There is I, Christ, there is Jesus, there, uh, he is the vine and he is the root and then there are the branches that's you and me we are a community so part of this abiding part of this communion with the father part of this intimacy with the father flows out of community as well as out of our personal lives as well and though none of us like it part of the abiding process is pruning. Uh, a gardener, a master gardener, prunes a vine to grow to the light. It creates space for it to grow in the proper shape and in the proper structure 
that the purpose of the pruning is always to bring greater fruitfulness. Not so much a glut, not so much a huge quantity of fruitfulness, but the purpose of pruning is for the quality of the fruit. And the Lord is looking for the fruit of the Spirit to flow through our lives. The fruit, uh, the fruit of us fulfilling the great commission and the great commandment that we love the Lord, that we love one another and we seek to love and reach the lost who don't yet know Jesus. That we are disciples who make disciples, uh, sharing life and sharing mission together and increasingly becoming those missionary disciples. Pruning is never really a pleasurable thing. Pruning can involve pain. When we're cut back, when we're stripped back, that can be a painful thing. But if you are bearing fruit, and if you to go on bearing fruit, he cuts us back. And we need to expect that. We are cut back, you see, to stay close. Because it's only when we stay close to Jesus, only when we stay close to the roots and the stem of that vine that we are going to live lives that bring honour and glory to his great name. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Unless you imbibe in me, you can do nothing. Apart from him, nothing. With him, all things. Paul writes to us in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That sap that flows, that life source that flows from the root, through the stem, to the branches, to produce that fruit. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we need to stay close to him. Two aspects here, that as we spend time in his presence, and that, of course, there are so many different ways we can spend time in his presence. Uh, prayer, just pausing and contemplating the Lord, inviting him into the everyday tasks we go about, just sharing life with the Lord. That's what it's all about. Beginning the day, ending the day, regularly throughout the day, just coming back and acknowledging his presence with us, inviting him to do the things that we are doing. We are cut back and we are cleaned up. The pruning is the cutting back and the words that he speaks to us are the cleaning up. Now, if you go and look in your commentaries and things, what they will always talk about here is that we need to stay close, we need to abide and we need to regularly be spending time in the word of God. And I totally, totally agree with that. And, and we need to do that every day. And I would encourage each and every one of us as a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, that we have a regular habit of reading the scriptures, meditating on the scriptures and studying the scriptures every day of our lives, that we bring a daily devotion to him. But of course, we could be worshipping, uh, we can be praying, and many, many different ways that we can abide with the Lord. But the, the words that he's speaking here to the disciples, they would have only had the Old Testament scriptures. And I 
think that in the context of the passage here, the original context of Jesus speaking this to the disciples, it is the words he's speaking into their very lives. So I, I believe his word comes to us through three sources, one of them being scripture. Of course, the second is there are prophetic words that come to us, either directly to us from the Lord or via other people. So let us always be those that are paying attention to the prophetic words that come our way. But of course, just as this is a personal word to that community of disciples, as we spend time with the Lord, he speaks words into our lives. Perhaps those are the most precious words, the words of endearment, the words of encouragement, the words of strength that the Lord speaks from his heart to your heart. So three ways that we abide in the word, the scriptures, the prophetic word coming to us through different sources and the words that come direct from Father, Son and Holy Spirit into our lives. Communion means here to, uh, ab sorry, abide means commune, to spend time. If you go to the next slide, please, Hugh. Time, remain, close connection. Christ, sorry, I need to put, Christ, the chief attention of our hearts and our lives, to continue in a place, to dwell. You know, the, the branches continue in constant relationship with the stem and the roots of the vine, don't we? You know, we are invited into his presence and we can stay. We can dwell there. We need to learn more and more in our everyday lives to be those that are in <coughs> the presence of God, learning to move and flow from his presence to release his presence and his spirit into the word. Our abiding in Christ, the time we spend with him, is always going to show. It is always going to make a difference. Time in his presence tells in every way. It abi abiding in him dictates our attitudes, our actions. Everything flows out of that relationship with Christ because it's an opportunity for our hearts to get caught up in his great heart. A little lesson from life again. You know, we've all been brought up in different families and we learn things from our families. Characteristics, habits, ways of doing things, little phrases. We learn the behavior that's modeled to us. We learn the character that's modeled to us. You know, and as we spend time with Jesus, we will become like him. We will begin to express his heart, his values, his words, his love. So, so important. And the way that I abide with him may be slightly different than the way that you abide with him. And that's fine. But find a way to spend time daily in his presence. Find little ways to remind yourselves 
to do that because it is so, so important. This is our life source. And unless that sap, that strength is flowing from the root to the branches, they're going to shrivel and die. And if they shrivel and die, they get broken off, it tells us here, and chucked into the fire. If they're unfruitful, they go into the fire. If they shrivel, they're broken off. That word there, every branch, I need to find it now. Uh, he takes away. There's also an element in, in the original language there of lifting up or propping up. He gives the branch every chance. But it is about our staying close to him. He gives us every chance. But if we don't stay close to him, we will shrivel up and we will die. The green will fade. And the brown life, the brown twig will come where there is no life. Without him, there is no life. So it is important that we find ways to connect to that vital life-giving source. The branches totally depend on the vine. And all of our life, we need to be looking to the Lord. You know, we live in the West in the 21st century. Uh, we live in the land of plenty compared to the rest of the world. You and I, probably our houses, our cupboards, our fridges, and lots of other the, the resources and possessions we have. We don't need to live day by day because of all the things we have, but daily we depend on him. And maybe that's a challenge to us in the way we live in the West here, because we have so much. And there's a danger with all that we have that we can forget that it all comes from him but daily we need to depend on him that sap flowing from him to us and we need to continue to stay connected in union and in communion with christ you know we come to him when we're saved when we give our lives to christ when we repent of our sin when we know his forgiveness when the holy spirit comes to reside in our hearts that's just the beginning that's the start of the journey. We need to continue every day. And every day we come to Jesus. And every day we express our faith and dependency on the Lord so that we sojourn. We continue to journey in this relationship with Christ. That's what it means to abide and to keep abiding in him. all about being united to Christ so that we continue to rely on him and we remain in him. Abide in him so that his words and his love abide in us. One of the great benefits of that is as we abide in him, we will learn through our communion with him, through our relationship with him, through our intimacy with him, we will learn what pleases his heart. We will learn what is on his heart. We will know through the different words that come to us from Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, what is the will of God. And then we can pray far more effectively and we can see more answered prayers in our lives. So part of that fruit is uh, answered prayer flowing in and through our lives. But if we are to truly abide in the Lord, 
then our lives need to be and our hearts need to be his garden we need to allow him to shape <coughs> and to mold and to bring and establish the structures and the patterns of our lives that will allow his fruitfulness to flow unhindered through our lives <clears throat> so the challenge for each and every one of us is how daily do i abide with christ how do i spend time in his presence how do i come close to him what am i doing what are the disciplines and habits i have that help build intimacy with the lord Is it prayer? Is it worship? Is it the scriptures? Might well be other ways as well. Is it being still? Is it being silent? So many different ways as we've talked about. But you need to know the ways that help you to develop intimacy with Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And you need to be open to new ways to do that. Maybe the Lord is calling you into a new season of abiding in him because as we spend time with him the fruit of the spirit will be the evidence of a heart that is abiding in christ that is a quote from richard forster who wrote that great book uh, the spirit of the disciplines and celebration of disciplines and of course you are probably like me thinking of the old hymn i'm a sports fan so i'm used to this being read uh, su uh sorry sung at uh, the cup final every year abide with me helper of the helpless O thou who changest not in life in death O lord abide with me because the evidence of abiding the result of that pruning for quality fruit is we become more and more and more like him so the only way to be fruitful for God is to abide in his presence, that our heart connects and communes with his great heart and that we allow our heart to be his garden. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let us pray together. Jesus, thank you that you are the true vine. You are the embodiment and the full expression, the fulfillment of all Israel was ever meant to be. Father, thank you that you, in and through Christ, have invited us to be a part of that community, the true Israel in the spirit. Father, keep us close to Jesus. I pray for each and every one of us that we will be strengthened in that communion with you father those things that are established in our lives that you would strengthen and father that you would open up new ways of drawing us into ever deepening intimacy with you oh lord we need you every day we need you we need more of you in our lives. Help us, Lord, 
to be aware, more and more aware as we move through the day of inviting you in to share our lives and for us to come into your presence. Oh, Holy Spirit, do a great work in each of our hearts, Father, that we might be ever more fruitful for you. This we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Jenny now is going to, Jenny Hogg is going to lead us in prayer and 